What's up, everyone, and welcome back to New Release Reactions here on Cinematic Reviews. I'm your host, Chris, and this is a show about all things movie and TV. Every week, I give my thoughts and reactions to the newest releases like John Wick Chapter 4, beloved franchises, and even upcoming projects. You can support the show by hitting that follow button on your favorite podcast service, as well as following the show on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. All those handles can be found on the Cinematic Reviews Facebook page or the show's website at podpage.com backslash cinematic reviews it helps out a lot and i really do appreciate all the love and support from everyone today we dive into the world of john wick with the fourth installment of the action-packed franchise which finally arrived in theaters this past weekend keanu reeves returns as everyone's favorite hitman but before we get into my spoiler full reaction of the film let's head over to the new release report Welcome back to another new release report. New to Netflix, we have The Night Agent, Waco, American Apocalypse, and the season four of You. Looking ahead, Murder Mystery 2, starring Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston, arrives this week on March 31st, as well as Ozark Season 4 Part 2 arrives April 29th. Over on HBO Max, The Last of Us Season 1 is streaming now. All nine episodes are available. Succession, the fourth and final season, has also arrived. New episodes will drop every Sunday. And Barry Season 3 arrives on April 24th. On Disney+, Plus, The Mandalorian Season 3 is here. New episodes will drop every Wednesday, along with new episodes of second season of The Bad Batch. And April, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, there is a kind of a window here. Um, it's possible that it will drop on Disney Plus sometime between April 1st and May 6th. And it's kind of a, a large window, but more than likely it'll drop sometime in April. The box office numbers weren't exactly stellar, so I could see Disney really pushing this out there on the streaming service. On Apple TV Plus, we have Shrinking, starring Jason Segel and Harrison Ford. New episodes air every Friday, along with Ted Lasso Season 3. Those new episodes will air every Wednesday. And then looking ahead this week, Tetris, starring Taron Egerton, arrives on March 31st. On Video On Demand, you can own Avatar The Way of Water on March 28th, which is tomorrow, actually. So head over to your favorite digital store and pick that up. Along with Operation Fortune, which stars Jason Statham, Hugh Grant, and Aubrey Plaza, and Cocaine Bear. In theaters, John Wick Chapter 4 just arrived this past weekend, and I will be talking about that momentarily. Uh, also in theaters is Shazam! Fury of the Gods, Scream 6, 65, starring Adam Driver, which is the action sci-fi film and where he battles dinosaurs. And Creed 3, uh, and also Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania which will most likely, like I said, drop on Disney Plus sometime in the coming month. And looking ahead, we have Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves arriving later this week on March 31st. Air starring Matt Damon and Ben Affleck hit theaters on March, April 5th. The Super Mario Brothers also arrives on April 5th, followed by The Pope's Exorcist starring Russell Crowe on April 7th. Renfield starring Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage on April 14th. Evil Dead Rise on April 21st, along with The Covenant, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, also 
arriving in theaters on April 21st. Well, that is this week's new release report. Come back next week for more news on what is hitting streaming services and theaters out there. Uh, Let's take a quick break before I get into John Wick Chapter 4. Check out the Game of Thrones season going on right now. Every week I break down five episodes of the hit HBO series that is based on the acclaimed novels by George R. R. Martin. I discuss my favorite quotes, standout scenes, and more of each episode. Seasons one through five are out now, along with part one of season six, dropping later this week. So check out the Game of Thrones season today, only on Cinematic Reviews. Chapter 4, John Wick is finally here. I've been waiting forever to talk about this film. Uh, It was released on March 24th, 2023. uh, Directed by Chad Stahelski, who is a stuntman turned director. He directed all four John Wick films and worked on stunts for Deadpool 2, The Hunger Games, Red 2, The Wolverine, and many other action films. Uh, This is reportedly the last John Wick film that he will direct due to other projects on his schedule. The film stars Keanu Reeves coming back as John Wick, Lawrence Fishburne as the Bowery King, Ian McShane as Winston, Bill Skarsgård as Maquis, Donnie Yen as Kane, and the late Lance Reddick as Sharon. Uh, Lance Reddick unfortunately passed away on March 17th of this year, one week before the film's release. So far, the film has grossed $73.5 million against an estimated $90 million budget. Uh, John Wick uh, opened with $14 million back in 2014. Chapter 2 opened with $30 million in 2017. And Chapter 3 Parabellum opened with $56.8 million back in 2019. To kind of give you a idea of how these films are just increasing in the box office. Uh, this uh, fourth installment is set to just annihilate not only the John Wick franchise record, but other records as well. Um, it's looking to be a very, very profitable film uh, once it is finally pulled out of theaters and then hits digital stores and all those sales will go into it. It's Long story short, Chapter 4 is going to be one of the biggest action movies of the year, uh, kind of like how Top Gun Maverick was last year. So be on the look for that. Uh, it may even get an Oscar nomination. Who knows? Anything is possible after Maverick was nominated six times last year. So keep an eye on all those. Stahelski has stated that the 1976 film The Warriors was the primary inspiration of the film. Uh, Keanu Reeves went through 12 weeks of martial arts and stunt driving training um, in order to perform as many action sequences as he could as himself during the filming. Uh, Kudos to Reeves for just trying to be as authentic as possible. He's kind of in the same realm as Tom Cruise right now, where he is doing his best to nail all these stunts down and as well as being safe, of course, so that he can give the most authentic performance possible on screen. So I applaud you, Keanu, for your just your years of hard work in this uh, corner of Hollywood. The franchise was meant to only be a trilogy, but with the growing success of each film, the, male, the filmmakers decided to expand the universe. Like I said, uh, listing off those box office numbers, they, every installment just keeps making more and more money and just... Fans are going nuts over this franchise. They love John Wick, so why not make more? 
The desert sequence at the beginning of the film was not shot digitally. The place where John Wick kills the Elder is the actual location where Lawrence of Arabia was filmed. That was really cool to know. And then this film breaks the post credit scene tradition by actually having one. Uh, I didn't stay for the post credit scene because I honestly didn't know that there was one. Uh, I had to go look this up on YouTube and all this other uh, research spots that I do for the show to actually know that there was a post credit scene. So the sequence uh, shows Donnie's Kane character go to visit his daughter, but is kind of caught off guard by Akira, who is uh, Shimazu's daughter that we see at the Osaka Continental fight. Um, she wants revenge for her father, so she holds Kane at knife point, And that's basically where the scene ends right there. Um, many theories suggest that she will become a major player in future John Wick projects. I honestly hope that the filmmakers decide not to kill Kane because I would love to see more of Donnie Yen in this universe. So I guess only time will tell. Uh, that's kind of where the universe is sitting right now. We have this revenge plot for Akira against Kane. We have what happens to John at the end of this series. Um, yeah, so it's in a really cool and interesting spot place after the end of this film so hopefully uh stahelski decides to come back for more installments or spinoffs or whatever they decide to do but focusing today on chapter four chapter four is freaking awesome uh it it's hands down the best installment of the franchise it, it has humor it has beautiful set pieces it has incredible cast and of course it has the best action sequences i have ever seen on the big screen and I have seen a lot of them through the decades of movie watching that I've done. Uh, I haven't had this much fun at the theaters since probably Top Gun Maverick. I honestly might have might have had more fun at John Wick than I did Top Gun. Nothing against that film. Everyone knows how much I love Top Gun. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 just exceeded expectations in every way imaginable. It, it's an amazing, amazing film. So Chapter 4 of the John Wick story picks up pretty much where Chapter 3 left off. At the end of Chapter 3, Winston shoots John off the roof of the New York Continental in order to please the high table. John, through no surprise, survives this attack. He is forced to go underground with Lawrence Fishburne's character, the Bowery King, um, once again. Chapter 4 starts with John training for his next target, which turns out to be the Elder. Um, that was a really cool way to open this film up with the shots of his fists going into that training board. And we just all, there's no music. All we hear is Lawrence Fishburne giving this monologue. And every so often we get a break in his monologue to where we hear, we just hear the sound of John Wick's fist going into the board. And it was really cool kind of setting up um, that Keanu is not messing around in this installment. He is out for one thing, and that is to end everything. He wants to succeed by the end of this film, and he is going to do anything possible to make that happen. So the desert scene that I mentioned with the Elder, um, this was awesome. Keanu is on horseback just shooting dudes across the desert. It was awesome. Great way, again, to open up this film as well. The, the film is nonstop action from here. It just keeps going. There are maybe two or three short scenes where it allows the audience to take a breather. Otherwise, it's action, action, action. 
it's it's three hours of Keanu Reeves just wrecking shop. What, what more could you ask for? I would totally watch a five-hour cut of this film. That's how awesome it is. Not only is the action on a whole nother level, there is way more humor in this installment as well. Most of it uh, at the hands of Donnie Yen, who is freaking awesome in this film. You probably recognize him from the It Man series and Rogue One, a Star Wars story, where he also plays a blind character. Uh, I, I love his Kane character. Having Kane be blind uh, was the right choice. It, it made the character fun and unique. He has a daughter, which makes him very relatable. He's funny. He's a total badass when it comes to the fight sequences. And he's a great opponent to Keanu's John Wick. The, the casting is perfect in this film. That scene at the Osaka Continental where Kane is just chowing down on noodles while everyone was fighting was incredible. Once he's done grabbing a snack, though, he takes on everybody. His his blindness isn't a weakness. It's actually a really awesome tool that the filmmakers got to play with throughout the film. Kane's ability to hear everything around him was incredible. Donnie Yen was just so good in this film. Uh, he even uses these beeper devices that he attaches to the walls and cabinets of this kitchen area. And they go off uh, when somebody walks by it, which allows him to accurately take down his target. It was such a cool tool to put in this universe. Another awesome character was Bill Skarsgård's Marquis Vincent de Gramont. Uh, my French is a little off, so I hope I did the best there. Um, Bill Skarsgård has slowly been making a name for himself in the past few years. Uh, he appeared in last year's Barbarian. He was in Deadpool 2, Atomic Blonde, and of course he played Pennywise in both IT films. Uh, Marquis is a member of the High Table, and his seat is being threatened by John Wick, of course. Uh, he doesn't take part in any of the fight sequences, but he is the one that gives Kane John's name. Um, he also orders that the New York Continental be destroyed due to uh, Keanu killing the Elder at the beginning of the film. Seeing the Continental being blown up was wild. I was not expecting that to happen. I was also not expecting Skarsgård to kill Sharon, who is played by the late Lance Reddick. I, I was first introduced to Reddick back when The Wire was on. Uh, he also appeared in Fringe, Young Sheldon, Angel Has Fallen, Wilfred. He was in a bunch of stuff. Uh, video gamers may recognize his voice from the Destiny games as Commander Savala. Uh, he was an incredible actor who will be greatly, greatly missed. Um, fun fact, during the filming of this film, Keanu spent his birthday watching Reddick film his scenes. It was the only gift that he wanted. He, he just really got uh, really close to uh, Lance Reddick, from my understand, from filming these these uh these movies so i honestly got a weird feeling watching sharon get shot by scarjard because like we know reddick passed away a week before the film came out it, it's just crazy how things in life go uh yeah it was just it was kind of weird sitting in the theater watching him die on screen when we all got saw that article headline that he passed away a week before and it was just got a weird feeling but it was still awesome to uh see him on screen and to have this as his last film is awesome because this film is just amazing and he's excellent in it but back to Skarsgård though he was freaking awesome uh, as long with everyone else in this movie uh he's probably my favorite antagonist of the franchise i i always forget how tall Skarsgård is too there's one shot in the film where he's standing next to Donnie Yen and he's just towering over him he he also wears these really expensive suits that must cost at least ten grand a piece. I mean, he was just an incredible villain. He was kind of a coward, though. Uh, he just sat on the sidelines while everyone else 
did the dirty work for him. I guess when you have an infinite amount of money, uh, like he does, you can just pay people to do what you want. Um, the con the contract on John Wick's head uh, eventually goes up to forty million. I think by the end of the film, uh, that's an insane amount of money. Uh, if I remember right, it started off at like fourteen million, um, and then eventually goes up to forty. So I mean, Keanu must have been doing something right uh, if if it requires that big of a jump to kill him. Uh, Ian McShane also returns as the sarcastic Winston, who is the manager of the New York Continental. Uh, I'm a huge fan of McShane, who has been in a bunch of stuff over his long career. Uh, he was a Deadwood, We Are Marshall, Hot Rod, Death Race, Pirates of the Caribbean, even Game of Thrones. Uh, I think he was in like an episode or two of that. Now he's in the John Wick franchise. He's, he's an incredible actor who was perfect for this Winston character. Lawrence Fishburne was awesome once again, uh, like he always is. He returns as the Bowery King. Um, he is essentially the king of the underground, the homeless, whatever you want to call them. His line in Chapter 3 is still my favorite of the four films. Uh, if you remember that scene when the, the high table lady shows up to give Fishburne his punishment for helping Keanu out, she says that he will receive seven cuts for seven bullets. Uh, then Fishburne replies, sometimes you just got to cut a motherfucker. I, I crack up every time. I watched that scene. He's he's so good in this franchise. He's incredible in anything that he does, uh, but he's really, really good in this this franchise. I mean, he plays Morpheus in The Matrix, which is one of the best sci-fi films ever. Um, yeah, Fishburne is just freaking awesome, and he didn't disappoint in this fourth installment of John Wick. Hiroku Sonata, uh, Hiroki Sonata, apologies, appears as Shimazu, the... Uh, Manager of the Osaka Continental. He's in a bunch of stuff as well. Um, he was in the Wolverine 47 Ronin, which also stars Keanu. Uh, the 2021 Mortal Kombat film, Westworld, Bullet Train, Life. He even appears in the MCU uh, in Avengers Endgame. He was the guy that um, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye kills at the beginning of that film. He's a badass in all those films, including this fourth installment of John Wick. Uh, the entire fight sequence at the Osaka Continental was freaking awesome. Uh, Sonata and his men battle Kane and the Marquis men. Uh, it was so well choreographed. Every move was perfectly executed. Um, unfortunately, Sonata's character meets his end at the hands of Kane after a very, very intense face-off. Uh, it was just insane on how this entire uh, action sequence uh, happened. It was, it was so cool. Actually, all the action sequences were done so well. Uh, there are six main ones uh, that I kind of want to break down, and they are the the fight at the Osaka Continental that I mentioned, uh, the nightclub with Scott Atkins' character in a fat suit, uh, the chaos at the Arc de Triomphe, uh, probably butchered that name, pardon my French, uh, the home invasion, and then the crazy staircase sequence that leads up to the final duel between Keanu and Donnie Yen's characters. So first, the Osaka Continental. Uh, this is where we meet Mr. Nobody, uh, one of the many people chasing the bounty on John Wick's head. He has a dog companion, which is awesome. We all know how this franchise loves dogs. Um, we saw Halle Berry use two of them in Chapter 3. Now we get Mr. Nobody using one in this film. It was awesome. He kind of stays in the background during this specific fight, but he eventually gets involved as the movie progresses. Um Sonata's character, uh, his daughter, uh, Akira, 
and John Wick go up against uh, Marquis Men and Kane for most of the sequence. Uh, from start to finish, this whole fight was incredible. We we get arrows and bullets flying everywhere. Dudes getting stabbed with swords, and of course, everyone is wearing some kind of bulletproof suit. Uh, this makes things a bit harder, but not impossible for our John Wick. Uh, during this fight, uh, this is where everyone in the theater, including myself, laughed out loud. Uh, there is a really quick uh, sequence where Keanu is fighting a dude who takes an arrow to the knee at the hands of Akira. Uh, this provides him an uh, easy setup for a kill. I have never seen a body fall like this before. Uh, it's hard to explain on a podcast, but I'll do my best here. Once Keanu shoots him in the head, the body kind of swings around backwards because of the arrow in his knee. It was it was freaking hilarious how this, this body fell. Uh, my brother just who was sitting next to me just lost it when this happened. We were not expecting uh, a body to fall like that. It was, it was really hilarious. Eventually John wick runs out of bullets and has to use nunchucks. Uh, this was incredible. Uh, all the choreography involving the nunchucks was perfectly executed. I, I honestly love that nunchucks were finally a part of John wick's fighting. Uh, Keanu was so smooth while using them. It was as if he's used them since he was five years old. Kane shows up. Uh, forcing John to fight his own, his former friend. Uh, it was another awesome fight to the death. They both survived, though, this first round at least. Um, then we have Sonata, however, not surviving his encounter with Kane, uh, like I mentioned a little bit ago. At this point, we've only known uh, his character for a few minutes, but it was a real bummer seeing him get killed off. Um, Akira, his daughter, though, manages to escape along with John Wick, however. The next sequence is this fight between Keanu and Scott Atkins' character, who I mentioned was in a fat suit. Uh, he is kind of this mob boss, crime lord guy. Um, they end up fighting in this water-filled nightclub, which was really interesting. Uh, water's pouring down everywhere. The music's going off. John Wick is just killing everyone with these cool-looking axes. He also manages to kill Scott Atkins' character in a very gruesome way. Uh, after punching the crap out of him and them basically sumo wrestling each other, Atkins is thrown down these stairs and smashes into the ground head first, essentially breaking his neck in multiple places. A pretty gruesome death. Then John Wick violently punches out one of his gold teeth as proof that he killed him in order to uh, get re reinstated into this family that allows him to... Uh, have merit to make this dual request to uh, Bill Skarsgård character. Then the third action sequence is the chaos at the Arc de Trump, uh, which is the famous roundabout looking section in Paris. Uh, we've probably seen it in a lot of movies or if you visited yourself, it's a chaotic uh, driving roundabout in Paris. Uh, it's got that giant arch at the center of it. It's a really, really iconic spot in Paris. Um, once Marquis agrees to John Wick's dual request, he puts a bounty on John's head, of course, in order to prevent him from making it to the church by sunrise. Uh, that whole, Speaking of that, that whole sequence where they're uh, meeting on this rooftop with the Eiffel Tower in the background, they're kind of setting the terms of the duel. It was really, really awesome how that whole sequence was shot. You know, you had the cool metal metal plates with that they flip with numbers to see who... Uh, gets to pick the the terms of the duel uh it is set at this church in paris at sunrise 
and they're going to use pistols. It was really cool how this was all shot. Back to the action sequence as the arc. Um, this is where we finally get Keanu driving a car while also shooting everybody that is trying to collect his bounty on his head. At, at one point, he circles a group of guys like five or six times, picking them off one by one. It was incredible how they did this. Uh, there are cars everywhere. Dudes are getting run over, including Keanu a few times, which was pretty scary. Um, and bullets are just flying all over the place. It was nuts. Another awesome shot was Keanu uh, picking up a pistol while driving. Uh, that was really cool. Once he had all his doors off, he kind of does this cool drift and picks up this pistol as he's driving off. It's one of the most badass moves I've ever seen on screen. It was so cool how they did that. Next, we have my favorite sequence, which is this insane shotgun battle uh, in this rundown house. Uh, Keanu just annihilates everyone with Dragon's Breath. Uh, Dragon's Breath, for those who don't know, is the special type of shotgun shell that essentially shoots fire out. Uh, it was freaking awesome. The music is popping. Keanu is burning everyone alive with Dragon's Breath. It was I absolutely loved it. The choreography was incredible. The camera angle was also really impressive. The, the entire time we're... We're watching this fight happen from above. This this cool aerial shot was sick. I, I, I love that decision of them filming it from up above. It was really cool how they did it. Then the fifth action sequence was the fight on the stairs that leads up to the Basilica where the duel is about to happen. I believe there are 200 steps there. I, was, I think it was actually mentioned in the film uh, in order to give the audience an idea of how difficult this whole sequence is going to be. And I think the lady said it was 202 steps, which is a lot of steps. I mean, it's very, very difficult for Keanu, as we see. Difficult, but not impossible. Uh, you could you could tell at the halfway point that Wick was exhausted. Um, I think most of us would be at this point. To make matters worse, he gets kicked down those steps, and we see him fall down every single one of them. It was nuts, but so funny. The entire theater chuckled because we were watching him roll for like five minutes straight. It was it was crazy that they they left that part in there. Kane shows up and then decides to even the odds by helping Keanu fight off the Marquis men so that they can go up and have this duel. It was freaking awesome to see these guys uh, fight together. Uh, Donnie Yen is such a badass along with John Wick. I I love uh, the Kane character so much. Him and Keanu are fighting dudes left and right up these stairs. They finally make it to the church and are forced to duel with each other because Marquis, like the coward that he is, nominated Kane to fight for him back when they set the terms of the duel um, on that rooftop uh, across from the Eiffel Tower. So the film ends with this intense pistol duel between Kane and John Wick. Uh, the old school way of walking uh, a certain number of paces, uh, and then they turn around and they shoot one bullet at each other. Uh, I believe it was 30 paces, then 20, then 10, I think. It was 30 or 20 for sure. Uh, but at one point, Skarsgård comes up to Kane and tells him, to remember his daughter, and Kane responds by yelling, fuck off. The entire theater died laughing. It was it was hilarious. Kane, uh, Kane and John then both get a couple of bullets put into him. Uh, the final shot eventually goes into Wick's stomach. Uh, it was a very, very brutal shot. At this point, the entire audience is actually worried uh, for Keanu's life, uh, but it turns out the reason why Kane is still standing is because John didn't fire the last bullet. He was saving it for none other than Marquis. Uh, Marquis, like the arrogant print that he is, decides that he will finally shoot John himself with the last bullet. Uh, but him not knowing, John shoots him in the head pretty much immediately. Um, 
Keanu, however, doesn't survive his wounds, even though killing Marquis it basically breaks his uh, attachment to the high table. He is a free man, like he's always wanted. Um, but he does die from his wound that he took from Kane. We get this beautiful shot of him sitting on the stairs in front of the Basilica. And then he says his wife's name, Helen, before collapsing. It's This was where the audience is left theorizing if John Wick is actually dead or not. I mean, we get a shot of his grave next to his wife. So, I mean, it's tough to argue that he's still alive. It could be an empty grave. He could actually be dead. Me, personally, I think with this film, along with the franchise as a whole being such a massive success that it is for audiences, John Wick could still be alive. Uh, I think we'll be getting a Chapter 5 with Keanu back as Mr. Wick. Keanu seems to love the character and has always stated that he will make as many John Wick films as that the audience asked for. Now, on the other hand, though, I think this is a perfect ending to the character. If Keanu and the filmmakers don't want to return to this part of the universe, I would be perfectly okay with it. Uh, this is an incredible story stretching across four films. I'm I'm always afraid of franchises going longer than they need to, like Game of Thrones, for example, or the MCU right now. Breaking Bad is the perfect example that we have right now of a story having a beginning and an end without taking too long to get to the end. It was five seasons. That was it. That's all it needed for that story. Game of Thrones was a season, maybe two seasons too long. The MCU right now consists of 40 plus projects. Maybe this part of the John Wick universe only needs four films. You know, the creators can do spinoff movies or shows right now. Whatever they they do, though, I'll decide I'll be on board with it because I love this universe a lot. I trust them. They've They've given us four perfect films so far. The action is designed and executed incredibly well. The cast is perfect. The story is written really, really freaking good. Uh, the music is awesome. I, I especially love the music in this fourth film. It's probably the best of the franchise, along with everything else. I've been listening to it ever since I saw the film this past weekend. It's it's so freaking good. Along with everything else, like I said, that I brought up, it all of it makes John Wick Chapter 4 a five-star film for me. I, I highly recommend it to fans of the franchise because it is the best one. I, I went with both my brothers and my brother's wife. We all had a blast watching it on the big screen. So go out to your local theater and support this film because everyone involved in it in its creation did such an incredible job. It, it, it's my favorite film of the year so far. So let's end today's episode with ranking chapter four against the rest of the John Wick franchise. Let me pull up the John Wick ranking list right now. So at number one, I have John Wick Chapter 2. Number two, John Wick 1. And then number three, John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. I love all these films. Uh, it, it was tough ranking these. It's kind of like picking your own child. Um, but I think for right now, John Wick Chapter 2 was my favorite because of I think the action was just incredible in this. I mean, we get the catacomb sequence, which is incredible um we get the fight between him and common um we get that cool shot on the train where common's got is left with that knife in his heart uh and if he moves it he will die um and then we get the end of this film where john wick kills um i can't remember his the villain's name in there but uh this causes a chain of oh, santiago de antonio uh this um kind of 
leads uh, the story down to where chapter three picks up, where John is essentially excommunicado. He has a bounty on his head and he's on the run from the high table. The first John Wick, I really wanted to put at number one, but I think the action was just really perfected in chapter two, even though John Wick one was an incredible way to kick off this franchise. Um, the action is still awesome in there. He's going up against uh, the dude that plays Theon Greyjoy from uh, Game of Thrones. Um, he, We get that beginning of the scene with his dog dying and then him just wrecking shop because they killed the dog. Really awesome film. Just because it's a number two, it takes nothing from it. It All these are just incredible action films. And then three, we see the only really big action sequence that I remember is the, the one in the Continental where John is going up against these armored guys. And we get him and Lance Reddick going up against these dudes who are just head to toe covered in body armor. So then they have to use these armor piercing shotgun shells and it's just incredible. It's awesome. But I think just overall John Wick two is the best of these three. Now for four, like I said, through my entire uh, review earlier, John Wick four is the best of all these. Uh, The action is better. The story is incredible. The cast is awesome. They actually added some more humor into it. It's beautifully shot. The set pieces are incredible in Paris. Uh, Chapter four is definitely number one. So it's going there. So the rankings right now is chapter four at number one, chapter two at number two, John Wick chapter one at number three, and then John Wick chapter three Parabellum at number four. So I'm really glad that we I got to do this episode. I love this franchise. It's one of my favorite franchises. I'm actually going to do a John Wick season uh, so that I can do a review on these other three, these first three films later this year. There's a couple other franchises that I want to get to before then, but you can guarantee this year I will be doing a John Wick uh, season. Maybe I'll even throw in Chapter Four as kind of a rewatch. Uh, we've I've done a couple of rewatches on this show, so maybe it'll the season will include chapter four possibly, but for sure I will be breaking down one, two, and three. Um, but don't be surprised if four ends up on the schedule as well, because I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite movies of this year. Um, so be on the lookout for the John Wick season uh, coming out later this year. Um, if you haven't seen John Wick four, go out and see it. Um, but if you're listening to it, obviously I got all this got spoiled for you. But still go out and see it. If you have seen it, go out and see it again. Um, I'm even considering myself going out to see it for a second time because I love it so much. And I want to—I like to rewatch these films when they come out just in case I missed anything or if I let my emotions get ahead of me and I see it a different way. But this one, I think, will, will be the same when I rewatch it five, six times more. I'm just going to love it every single time because it's an incredibly, incredibly made film. So... Go out and support John Wick Chapter 4. Well, that'll do it for this week's new release reaction episode. Tune in next time for Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves, which arrives later this week in theaters on March 31st. Also, check out the Game of Thrones season going on right now later this week. I'll be breaking down episodes 1 through 5 of season 6. Later, everyone.